Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast series. There's a big development on the Medicare payment front. Uh, we're here to talk with Todd Askew, AMA's Senior Vice President of Advocacy in Washington, D.C., about how it's going to impact physicians and patients. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Todd, welcome back. Thanks, Todd. Um, so there was a pretty important development this week in the effort to establish a more sustainable Medicare pay physician payment system. Uh, let's get right into it and tell uh, folks out there what it means. Sure. So you're right. Uh, earlier this week, a bipartisan group of members of Congress, all, all four of them physicians, by the way, uh, introduced legislation to provide a inflation-based update for Medicare physician, uh, Medicare physician payments, uh, just like pretty much every other uh, category of Medicare provider uh, has. So uh, this was Dr. Ruiz, uh, Dr. Bouchon, Dr. Barra, and Dr. Miller-Meeks um, introducing this legislation, which would build in automatic updates annually into the payment system, um, which is really the cornerstone of building a sustainable payment system uh, that could continue to guarantee access to quality care uh, for beneficiaries. Well, that is a, a huge development. Todd, I know this is something that uh, the advocacy team has been working on for some time. Do you want to take us a little bit through uh, how that bill came about? Sure. Um, uh, we have been talking for, uh, well, really, you know, almost a year uh, with a lot of members of Congress in partnership with uh, the states and specialties in the Federation of Medicine about developing a comprehensive Medicare reform uh, proposal. Um, uh, it's clear uh, in these annual battles that we fight year after year, fighting off cut after cut, that that something needs to change. Uh, and the cornerstone, as I mentioned, to that is is automatic is automatic payment updates. And so, um, after lots of conversation, lots of time, and lots of real commitment uh, by these members of Congress and many others uh, to finding a solution, uh, they made the decision this week to go ahead and introduce it, so we can uh, start down what will be a long road, but. But we got to start somewhere, and this is kind of the, the, the beginning phase of that. Now, for uh, those of you who are familiar with the AMA's recovery plan for America's physicians, you will, of course, note that Medicare payment reform is one of those key pillars. Todd, are you hoping that, uh, you know, you talked about the long road. Are you hoping that this is going to kick off discussions longer term about reforming the payment system that's clearly been broken? Right, sure. It's right. It's it's not it's not going to happen overnight. But like I said, it it, it is that first step. Um, uh, it is one piece. Uh, we are working on uh, m multiple pieces uh, of reform. Uh, but this bill, and I should mention the number if people are interested in in reaching out to their uh, the lawmakers to talk about it is HR two four seven four HR two four seven four. This is that. This is that piece that we begin uh, begin our work, begin the process of educating uh, members of Congress and their staffs about the need uh, to include inflationary updates as part of the uh, Medicare physician payment system. Uh, and, and this finally gives us something concrete uh, that we can point to, uh, to talk about, and then action we can ask people to take in stepping forward and supporting the bill. Now, I know that this is part of uh, an overall comprehensive look that the advocacy team has been doing uh, about a Medicare uh, approach that makes sense long term. How does this particular one fit into that overall plan? So this is the one piece. There are other pieces that are out there that need to be uh, developed and, and, and introduced and, and, and move forward to have more of a comprehensive reform of the system. 
another key piece will be uh, dealing with the way that Medicare applies budget neutrality uh, to the to the Medicare physician payments. Essentially, payments go up uh, in one for one set of services or, or or new new things come into the program. All the other services get cut in order to pay for that. So there's just this static pool of of resources, and we're just moving the dollars around. And without the MEI update, without the uh, inflationary update, that pool never grows. So we both have to grow that pool on an annual basis. And then we also have to make sure we do a better job at reallocating you know, through this budget neutrality process. Frequently, uh, a misestimation will occur. Uh, they will assume that a new code or a co an increase to a code will generate a lot more spending than it actually does. Uh, those cuts get made to every other code. And then that increase never materializes. And so those dollars that they cut from everybody else never get put back in the system. And so we need to change some things about that to make sure that we can go backwards and say, hey, we you missed that estimate. You overestimated uh, the amount of dollars that needed to be pulled out of the system uh, to pay for it. So let's put those dollars back in. And also a relatively low number uh, estimate, a $20 million change in spending triggers these budget neutrality cuts. And that was set in statute, you know, in the 80s, I believe. So it's time to update that number. We think $100 million is a reasonable number before uh, Medicare needs to trigger uh, trigger those cuts. So that's another key element of reforming part of that uh, Medicare uh, budget neutrality requirement uh, to make sure it, it doesn't unnecessarily reduce resources in the physician in the physician pool. Uh, the other key element is fixing what we have now, uh, the MIPS program and the APM program. Uh, clearly, they are very confusing. They're not well aligned with each other. Um, uh, they're not really a lot of the measures are not really clinically relevant. So what we want to do is have a have a more uh, precise, relevant uh, system that is not so burdensome uh, for physicians to participate in. Uh, so that's kind of the third uh, leg of this stool uh, that 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 is the overall reform package uh, that we hope will come together uh, for Medicare payments. So clearly a lot of work underway. Todd, does this give you any hope that we can avert the kind of cliffhanger? I, I know that I've been on these calls with you uh, at, the, at the end of the year that you and the team go through this as we uh, kind of uh, wait to, uh, uh, to see if there's going to be some, you know, huge payment cut and we're out there trying to avert that. Medicine doesn't stand still and neither do we. AMA members don't just keep up with medicine, they shape its future. Help move medicine, join the movement. Visit ama-assn.org slash moving medicine. Well, we hope so. I mean, it's not just us, obviously. Uh, it's physicians uh, who don't know what the update's going to be next year and literally are left waiting until the very end of the calendar year to know what the payment system's going to look like the next year. It, 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 it reduces confidence. It, it, it makes people hesitate about making investments in their practice or changing the way that they provide care to the beneficiaries uh, because they don't know what the payment system's going to look like you know, in the, in the coming year. And so stability is really key. Uh, to moving the Medicare physician payment system reform uh, forward. Uh, this this would do that. Now, we doesn't mean that just because we have a bill introduced, we're done with uh, these annual exercises. We will see a Medicare physician payment rule come out uh, this summer. It usually comes out in July. 
uh, to, to, to propose updates for 2024. And there are a number of elements in there that could cause us to have another um, a cut that we have to fight off at the end of the year. Um, but this is an important reminder. Here's the tool. We've now put forward this one critical element uh, to reforming the Medicare physician payment system that we can point to and say, we don't have to do these, these annual fights every year. We can, we can build stability into the system. We can build predictability uh, to give physicians confidence and to give patients confidence that they'll have access to their uh, physicians in the future. Todd, as we continue to move forward with advocacy efforts on Medicare payment reform, why is it so important for physicians to get involved, and what is the best way for them to do that? Well, uh, it's in pretty much any issue you work on in Washington. We, you know, we can provide the technical details and and talking points, but uh, the folks in Congress they want to hear from their constituents. They want to know how this impacts. Uh, the voters, their, their folks back home, uh, your patients uh, back in the community where they come from, that they go back to most weekends, that they spend uh, congressional recess and work periods uh, back in the district talking to voters. And so they need to hear from the voters. They need to hear from physicians in their community about how important it is uh, that we build some stability into the Medicare physician payment system. They need to understand how, uh, what type of decisions, practices, have had to make uh, because of the instability, because of this stagnant pool of resources that really hasn't grown very much, you know, in terms of annual updates uh, over the last 20 plus years. Um, and that's what's gonna motivate folks to, 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 to vote, to take a tough vote. This is not going to be an inexpensive problem uh, to fix. And so it is going to take some real um, commitment from all of us uh, to demonstrate and to talk to members of Congress about why this is so important and for members of Congress to take that necessary step. And so uh, the, the way you get that is is knowing how it's going to impact people at home. And so uh, using resources like the AMA's grassroots network at physiciangrassrootsnetwork.org. Uh, also, you know, keeping up to date with um, uh, the developments through updates like this, but also uh, the AMA's uh, biweekly electronic advocacy update, uh, which informs uh, subscribers. It's a free email uh, you can sign up for on the AMA website. Uh, keeping abreast of those developments and constantly touching base with the member of Congress uh, to make sure that they understand now is, now is the time. Here's the bill and here's our opportunity to kind of put these annual fights uh, behind us and look forward into how we can make uh, the necessary improvements in Medicare you know, to continue to serve beneficiaries in the best possible way. Well, Todd, thanks so much for updating us on this development. Uh, we'll keep tabs on that and have you back when there's more information. In the meantime, folks, you heard it from Todd. Your stories really matter. So check out those resources on the AMA website and make sure to tell your legislators uh, how this impacts your practice. Uh, that wraps up today's episode. We'll be back soon. Uh, in the meantime, we encourage you to learn more about the AMA's recovery plan for America's physicians and our ongoing efforts to reform Medicare payment. You can find more information about that at ama-assn.org recovery. We'll be back soon with another update. In the meantime, take care.